I'd like to be singing my normal happy songs where I sing, I feel good, na 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 na. And I will very shortly. <laughs> I've just gotten really puffed to disperse stress. I've come outside in the fresh air and sunshine. Uh, and I have a question. Does life ever throw stuff at you? And I'll, I'll just use the word. Does life ever throw shit at you? And how do you deal with it? Uh, and like you, I have many days in my life which are stressful, where there's horrible people, horrible things happen. And of course, because I'm fit and strong, I know how to deal with that. So I get puffed 100% effort, which I've just done. So I've gotten my heart rate up to 100%, which created uh, epinephrine, adrenaline, cortisol, which are the fight and flight drugs inside your body, the, the neurotransmitters, to get you the hell away from the stress or to turn and fight the stress. So once I get puffed, my brain then produces dopamine. Congratulations, Roa, you've overcome the stress. Serotonin, which is a satisfaction neurotransmitter. Brain-derived neurotropic factor, which is fertilizer for my brain. So now my brain's working much better to be able to overcome that stress. And endorphins, which are the beautiful crossover, which are the pain-killing neurotransmitter that also make you feel good after you've overcome the stress. So that's not my personal physiology. You have access to that like like we all do. It's part of our human physiology to if we are uh, hit with stress, if we feel stressed, uh, we can fight and flight, and that's what the body does. Uh, but what do you do with that headspace? So I feel so much better now because I got puffed. I'm outside in the fresh air and sunshine. Uh, and now I have a, I have to overcome a challenge. My brain's going to work better because I've got brain-derived neurotropic factor, which is fertilizer for my brain, so I'll be able to overcome the challenge. I'll be better at it. Uh, but here's my very personal, and it is, it's very personal. Would you ever want to waste somebody's money, waste their time, or injure them? And I really hope the answer is no, and I'm sure the answer is definitely no. You would never want to... Uh, take somebody's money, steal their money or waste their money. You would never want to take their time, steal their time, waste their time. And how would you feel if you ever injured somebody on purpose? Now, if you accidentally drop a, a weight on somebody's toe or you accidentally bash into their car or you accidentally drop something, of course, that's an accident. But I'm sure that on purpose, we would never want to hurt somebody on purpose. So what I'm dealing with today in my headspace I have been involved in personal exercise coaching for all of my career path. But for a very long time now, my driving force every day has been to educate people in that exact, exactly what I just shared with you, how to get people healthy, fit and strong so, and not waste their money, not waste their time and make sure that you don't injure them. So can you imagine what it's like when somebody shares with me that they're doing something that is wasting somebody's money it's wasting their time and it will injure them. Not, It might not injure them today, but it will injure them sometime in the future. It's not if it will, it's when it will. So on a fairly regular basis, I have past exercise professionals that have been involved with the MAX program. So they are out educating, training, exercising with people. Uh, and they share with me what they're doing or they send me photos or, or they send me things on social media. And can you imagine what it's like for me who the number one thing that I focus on every day is safe, effective exercise that doesn't waste, waste people's time and doesn't waste people's money. When people send me stuff that they know better, 
Now, ignorance, I'm very, I can very easily deal with ignorance, and I do. If somebody doesn't know their anatomy and physiology, they haven't been trained well, and they give somebody a dangerous exercise that's going to waste their time and they're wasting their money. Because if somebody's paying you to uh, train them, to exercise with them, to be their personal exercise coach, be their personal trainer, be their group exercise instructor, their boot camp instructor, if somebody's paying you and you're going to waste their time and injure them, of course that's also a waste of money, yeah? But ignorance, I handle that. I see it every day from from an ignorance point of view because there are people doing all of those things but they haven't been trained. They don't know better. But when somebody knows better, they know that that is an unsafe exercise. They know that exercise doesn't work. They know that diet or eating plan will waste somebody's money or worse, they take money off somebody, an enormous amount of money, and know that that's not going to work. That really makes me sad. Now, I'll go a step further. Is it ignorance or is it laziness or is it that I'm just following the crowd? Uh, If I haven't learned my my anatomy and physiology and I call myself an exercise professional, surely that's just irresponsible. And I always use the example, if I call myself a car mechanic, I should know how to fix a car. If I call myself a builder, I should know how to build a house. And there are some serious consequences. If you're a builder and, and the house falls down or you're a car mechanic and the car breaks down, and you said that it shouldn't because you fixed it, there are consequences to that. So what are the consequences when you take somebody's money and you tell them, I'm a qualified exercise professional, and you haven't learnt your anatomy and you haven't learned your physiology, so you're not going to give them safe exercises? So I'm just going to plant that question there. The next question is, what if you, uh, even if you don't know your anatomy and physiology, but you know that that won't work, So just common sense says that that exercise won't work. It's going to hurt your shoulder, hurt your knee, hurt your back, hurt your foot. Or it's going to waste somebody's time. Because it doesn't work, it's just going to waste your time. So it might not hurt you, but it's going to waste your time. So if you put those two together, now you've got waste of money as well. Because if somebody's paying you to do that, you're now wasting their money. How would you describe that? How would you... Is that irresponsible? Is it a lack of integrity? Is it arrogance? There's an interesting one. So you know but you don't do, which is often a definition of arrogance. I don't know. Here's what I know. I don't want to do that. How about you? If I know that an exercise doesn't work, it's unsafe and it's going to waste somebody's time and money, why would I give it to them? Why would I suggest to somebody to eat a certain way Without asking them, can you stick to this for the rest of your life? What are the foods that you love to eat? What are the foods that you don't like to eat? How are you eating at the moment and why are you doing that? Uh, Where do you eat? There's a really great question because a lot of people have special places that they like to eat, including restaurants and cafes. For somebody to come along and say, you can't have, mustn't have, don't have, shouldn't have, you can't eat there, you can't have that and don't do that. You have to eat at this time of the day and you can't eat for this long or you have to eat. And... uh, I'm very aware that I'm dealing with this today. But today I'm dealing with an exercise professional who shared with me almost passionately that they have taken an enormous amount of money off somebody, put them on a diet plan that they've agreed that the person would find it very difficult to stick to, but they are going to make a lot of money from it. It makes me feel sick and I can't put it any other way. So how would you describe that? Is that being dishonest? Is that being... There's a lot of words to describe that. 
I can't change what they're going to do. I just got puffed, came outside to get some fresh air and sunshine and thought I would ask the question of you. If you knew that somebody was wasting your money on purpose, they were wasting your time on purpose, and they were giving you an exercise or an eating plan that was going to hurt you or make you sick, either now or in the future, how would you feel about that? I'll give you another example, the reverse. If you are an exercise professional, uh, if you're a personal exercise coach, if you're a dietitian, if you're an athletic coach, a sporting coach, if you don't know your anatomy and physiology, I'll ask the question again, could that be considered irresponsible? disrespectful of somebody's time and money. But let's say somebody comes to you for advice. They want help with losing weight, being good at their sport, getting fit, getting strong, getting more energy, all the different reasons that people would come to us as professionals. And let's say they've got an underlying injury. They've got an underlying challenge. So it's a knee injury because they play netball or uh, they've had a, a biking accident or they've They've done something in their life that's given them weak knees. We'll just use that as an example. Maybe they are, they're a cricketer or a rower or a swimmer and they've got an underlying shoulder injury. Maybe they're somebody who sits down all day or they work in a job where they're putting pressure on their spine all day. So they've got an underlying back injury. So we'll use those three because they're very common. Shoulder injuries, back injuries and knee injuries. So somebody comes to you, you're the coach, you're the exercise professional, you're the athletic coach, and you give them an exercise that is going to aggravate that injury. Or worse, it's you're going to cause the injury on the day. So can you imagine how you would feel if a netballer came to you with underlying knee injury and you gave them a dangerous, dangerous exercise that busted their knee? And they did that with you. So you charged them money to train with you and then they busted their knee. What if somebody has an underlying shoulder injury and you bust their shoulder? And let's just say they're a construction worker or they use their arms, their upper body for their living. So they have to be able to bang a hammer or use a nail gun or, or pick things up and you screw up their shoulder or their elbow or their back because, of course, you can't lift anything and you've got a sore back. How would that make you feel? Now, I'm sharing that with you because most of the exercises that you will see on social media, in the gym, in a personal training studio, if you put that exact same movement pattern into a construction site or onto a building site, into a warehouse or a factory, uh, it would be against uh, workplace health and safety rules. You wouldn't be allowed to do that movement in that place because you'd be under threat of injuring your, your person who's working for you. And yet in a gym, in a personal training studio, as coaches, for some reason, because we don't know our anatomy and physiology is the only reason I can think of, because I can't imagine that as a coach or a trainer, you'd on purpose want to hurt somebody. So it must just be that you don't know. But can you understand why today has been fascinating for me? Because the person that I dealt with today, they know. They've actually got quite a, a... what I, what I thought was a good understanding of anatomy and physiology, and the reason I know that is when they got qualified, they answered all the questions. They answered the questions with, yes, I think that's a dangerous exercise. No, I wouldn't give that to my client. No, I wouldn't waste my client's money on that kind of eating plan or diet plan because obviously that person can't stick to it for the rest of their life. It's, it involves foods that they don't like and it involves enormous amount of money. Do people need to invest enormous amount of money to get fit, get strong, lose weight, feel fantastic? And of course, the answer is no. Uh, So I feel very responsible because I know that this person knows better. Uh, I wish I could change what happened. I wish wish they weren't doing what they were doing. I can't change 
other humans though. I can't do that. I can only live the example of healthy, fit and strong. Can you? I can only live the example of learning my anatomy and physiology and I'm learning more and more every single day and I've been doing this for 40 years. This is one of the things I find really fascinating. Sometimes I've got to punch the bag really hard because people say to me, I know my anatomy and physiology, but I ask them a question, a simple question like what are the four macronutrients, where do they come from, Where? how do we store them, how do we burn them, how does the brain work, how does the brain uh, fire, how does the central nervous system fire up the muscles to get them to work, how do, how do we get fit, how do we get strong, what's the, the physiology of getting fit and strong? What are the major muscles involved in that exercise? I ask those questions and and an exercise professional or what they call themselves is a professional, they can't answer those questions. So you can imagine that makes me pretty sad, disappointed. Sometimes I get angry because I don't want people to get hurt. I don't want people, and I have to take responsibility for this, and this is why uh, I get, uh, because I've been there, I'll just explain it that way. I was in the position where I was a recognised exercise professional. People trusted me with their health. They trusted me with their money. And I didn't know my anatomy and physiology. I'd learnt enough to pass the test. And I believed all the stuff that people told me, the experts. I didn't learn my anatomy and physiology for myself. So when somebody said, do this exercise, and they were an exercise physiologist or a physiotherapist or, or a coach, I'd go, well, they must know because they're important I was and I always say this I was impressed with their impressiveness but how impressive is it when you call yourself a coach or an exercise professional and you don't know your anatomy and physiology you don't you can't actually explain why that exercise is safe or unsafe you can't explain the muscles that are being used and why you would do the exercise those simple questions what result do I want to get from the exercise is it functional most importantly is it safe is it functional? Is that how the human body works? Is there a better exercise? And if I do that exercise, will I get the result that I want? And if the answer is no, why would I do it? But too many times now when I ask that question, people just, oh, I saw it on social media or I saw somebody else do it. Social media has a lot to answer for, but does it really? Or do we have to answer to ourselves? Just because there's a bunch of people doing stupid exercises on social media, does that mean that we have to do it too? 10 million people doing a dumb thing doesn't mean it's not a dumb thing. It just means 10 million people have followed some social media influencer believing it to be good because somebody else said so. Wouldn't we want to find out for ourselves? As a personal exercise coach, as an exercise professional, as a parent, as a teacher, as a leader who's giving advice about being healthy, fit and strong, shouldn't we learn our anatomy for ourselves? Shouldn't we not want to hurt somebody The number one rule for an exercise professional is I will not injure my client. Should we add to that, I will not waste my client's time and I will not waste their money because could that be irresponsible and rude? Now, I would love you to sing every day like I do. I feel good, na-na-na-na-na-na, because look at it, it's beautiful out here. But the challenge is that the world is filled with, and I'll I'll use this as my philosophy in life, there's always going to be bad people and there's always going to be bad stuff that happens. But the world only becomes a bad place when good people do nothing. So there's my question. What are we going to do? As a personal exercise coach, as an exercise professional, as the owner of an international fitness business college, I want to be rock solid being able to put my hand on my heart and say, I am learning every day, getting better every day, uh, wanting to understand more every day about the human body and how it works so that I don't give people dodgy information because I want them to get fit and strong and stay that way for the rest of their life and do it safely. I don't want to waste their time and I don't want to waste their money. How about you? Mm-hmm.